LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to Ask Me Anything with Pastor J.D. Greer. Honest questions, quick answers. I'm your host, Todd Unzicker, and this is where J.D. Greer says, Ask Me Anything. J.D., you said, ask me anything. So that's what we're doing this week on the podcast, Ask Me Anything. J.D., the question this week, uh, sometimes they're off the wall. Sometimes they're really, really hard. Um, This one's super important and one you get often. Question is, how do I distinguish God's calling on my life? Maybe asked another way uh, is, J.D., uh, what's God's will for my life? Well, first of all, I, I grew up with the wrong idea of the will of God. I thought that God's calling on your life, discovering his will, was this like sacred, mystical moment that a few select people who were headed to seminary would have. Um, you know, I just uh, I, now I refer to it as the Cheerios method of discerning the will of God. You stare at your Cheerios every day and you're waiting for it to spell out like missionary to Afghanistan. Um, I mean, I, I stared at my Cheerios for years, Todd, and all it ever spelled out was ooh, ooh over and over and over again, just nothing but O's. So that's, I don't, and, and maybe, by the way, if that happens, if your Cheerios spells something out to you, you should probably pay attention. But I, I don't think that is the primary way that God calls people. You know, um, <laughs> the calling to leverage your life for the Great Commission, to, 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 to be involved using your spiritual gifts and ministry, that was included in the call to follow Jesus. He said, follow me and I'll make you a fish or a man, which means if you're following him, then he is showing you how to, to be a part of what he's doing in the world. Uh, you know, the way we always say it now to our college students is the question is no longer if you're called, the question is only where and how you're called. So once you've kind of gotten over that, okay, God has called me to ministry. Now there's got to be a process of self-discovery. What has God called me to do? How do you answer that question? Well, I, you know, I mean, one of the first, uh, my wife tells a story of when, you know, she was interested in that. And so uh, the ministry she was involved with handed her the spiritual gifts aptitude test. It was like a personality test. Now, wait a minute. For those of us who didn't grow up in church, what, like, what is, is there an actual test that I can take? So to? you think Myers-Briggs where you okay. answer questions and it's it basically like that, but, <laughs> but, but, but we're pointing to spiritual gifts. And at the end, you get this little printout report that says, you know, you have a gift of such and such. That's your main one with these over here. What a Veronica. Like. So the reason I'm kind of jaded against these, Todd, is her number one gift came out as celibacy. This is my <laughs> wife. It being told, you know, by the test that she should be celibate. So I, I was like, okay, so, um, I mean, those things have some value. I mean, they, they can definitely, you know, alert you to some things there, but I, I don't think that necessarily is the the way. Now I know why you don't like those tests. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, um, I, there's a, there's a little, uh, it's hard to describe this on without a visual, but think, um, you know what a Venn diagram is? Yeah. we got three circles there's, and where the center point of those three of those would be three the are. sweet spot. That's exactly right. So I first got this from a guy named Jim Collins who wrote a book called good to great. Mm-hmm. It's not a Christian book, but he had stumbled onto something that I think actually was true. And then I've heard Tim Keller use something similar. And I'm like, well, if Tim Keller and Jim Collins agree on it, it's got to be settled in heaven. And I think, I think it, it, it kind of resonates with what the Bible's counsel is about teaching you to discover God's call and your giftings. Um, let's put in one of those circles, let's call it affinity. Okay. Affinity is what you're passionate about. Okay. Just, you know, the kind of things you just love to do. Um, and just, you know, in the body of Christ. Um, on the other one, let's call it ability. That's just what you're good at. Um, on the third circle, it's called affirmation. That's when other people are telling you that, that, that this is really beneficial what you do. 
When you find the place that those three come together, you're probably really close to a spiritual gifting and part of God's purpose for you. And now Jim Collins uses it in the secular world, and he just says, you know, it's whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're skilled at, and whatever there's a market for, that's the place you should do business. And certainly that's a good way to figure out your career. Spiritually, I can say, you know, when I've got this desire to do something, when I've got this just, you know, like for me, it's always been um, building people up in Christ and calling them to greater faith and, and reaching people for Christ. That, that's, that's, that's indicating that I've got this gift of exhortation and the gift of the evangelist um, ability. God has made me good at it, you know, just in terms of, of, of speaking and thinking about how to, you know, lay out spiritual growth things for people. Um, affirmation, um, from the time that I was a brand new Christian, People were telling me just like, hey, God, when you do this, God really speaks to me through that. Um, people are sensing the touch of God through you in it, um, and they can usually sense that even more than you can, can can know. If one of those three things isn't there, then then it may not be a spiritual gift. I know people who are very passionate about leading worship, but they get no affirmation because they ain't got no ability. No, and I'm no. like, that would be me. Okay, yeah, as passionate as you are about that, that might not be a spiritual gift. <laughs> um, so I think you just you kind of you're open to it. Um, we see evidence in Scripture of all these things. Um, you know, the, uh, one of my favorite um, uh, little glimpses, Nehemiah 2.12. Nehemiah is called to build the, the wall in Jerusalem. And um, all it says, it never says God told him that. It just says God laid it on his heart. Well, see, that's, that's the sign of passion. God puts in your heart a burden for something. And that burden just grows. You find he's giving you the abilities to do it, and other people really begin to affirm it. Um, that's the, the, the kind of the, the picture of God's call, and that's that's to me how I begin to to go on this process of discovery of of what the calling of God is on your life. The calling of God always goes along with the the spiritual giftings of God. So if you want to know what your call is, look for for your gifts. Do I have time to tell one quick little little thing here? Just, it's your podcast, buddy. I, I'll close this up with this. I love um, C.S. Lewis gives a picture in the Chronicles of Narnia. I think it's the first book. Yeah where he gives each of the kids, Father Christmas shows up and gives each of the kids a spiritual gift, a gift. And uh, Peter gets a sword, and and uh, I, I think it was Lucy gets this uh, healing ointment or whatever. And the kids are like totally confused, like, what do we do with these? And Father Christmas, who's distributing the gifts on behalf of Aslan the lion, he says, um, you'll know when the time comes what they're for. And um, sure enough, the battle takes place, and Peter realizes the sword was given to him to lead a charge, and Lucy realizes that this healing ointment was to bind up the wounds in battle. What C.S. Lewis was trying to show in his very unique way is he's like, the way that you discover God's purpose for you in the battle is you look at the gift that he's given you. And in the gift is the answer to the role that he wants you to play in his kingdom. So look at those passions, look at what what I'm good at, and then see where the need or others are affirming me in that. Ability, affirmation, and affinity. And, affin and affinity. And do what you, whatever you do, whether you're a doctor, a school teacher, um, you're, you're stay at home, or a student, do it well. and Do it well to the glory of God, yep. and then do it somewhere strategic for the mission of God. I, I'm glad you brought that up. That's That's the... God made us good at something. Didn't make us all good to be preachers or singers or writers, but he made you good at something. Whatever that is, do it well to the glory of God but then do it somewhere strategic for the mission of God where you can be a part of the Great Commission. Colossians 3.23. Amen. Doing everything unto the Lord. So this is really good, J.D. Uh, lots of stuff uh, to consider there, um, thinking about those three circles. What is God calling me to do? Um, what is God's will for my life, and how do I distinguish God's calling on my life? Um, I know I have read some of the blog posts that you have written and expanded upon uh, on your website at jdgreer.com. And uh, some of our listeners want to text uh, you and ask you more questions about this. They can text the letters JD 
to 888 And this is part of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. Maybe they're part of established church and they've got questions about established church issues and challenges. Well, my friends, Micah Freeze, Sam Rayner, and Josh King have the EST podcast, which is for the established church. That's on the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. They can get more information about that, um, along with getting questions from Pastor JD here at Ask Me Anything with JD Greer. Honest questions, quick answers. I'm your host, Todd Unzicker. And until next time, we will see you again when you join us back on the podcast. Mm-hmm.